Welcome to the Spectre Show, episode one. And just like um, the column that I'm writing on emeraldspectre.com, this is probably going to be more of a me talking about whatever I feel like talking about. This first episode is more or less to get in a, a few ideas out to see if I I can do you know, have 30 minutes worth of recording and then add on the post-production stuff that I want to. So this first episode is going to be more about uh, me writing because I actually had an epiphany today. So I, I wanted to, to, I wanted to talk about it and um, hopefully it uh, is interesting to somebody else. So uh, for those that don't know me, I am DJ Allen. I own and operate emeraldspectre.com. And if you have found this show either through iTunes or from my website, then you should know that emeraldspectre.com is more or less something to entertain myself, I guess is the way to put it. I, I do try to include others, and um, my general thought about the process is that if I enjoy doing something, which I get sidetracked by a lot of stuff, like creating things, writing stuff, making images, so if I if I enjoy them, then somebody else is going to enjoy them too, and that's really why the EmeraldSpectre.com exists in, in its entirety. I have owned a previous web domain that I no longer use. I try not to reference it very often, and I'm not going to now. I just want you to know that I have been doing this a while. I, I've had multiple podcasts. I have made podcasts last into um, triple-digit episodes. I have put them on iTunes. I have taken them off iTunes. This one is going to be um, put out on my website, and then when I get a few episodes under my belt, I'm going to go ahead and and put up a uh, a feed for iTunes to have. So that's a little bit about me. Um, also, I guess I should say that I'm, I, I live in Portland, Oregon. Um, I used to live in North Dakota. It's a, uh, a scene change, and I decided that I needed something to get me away from North Dakota, basically. I, I For those that don't know, North Dakota is kind of a... I, I'm using the term red state... And I'm not really a red state person. Um, I don't. I, I understand the theory behind what the red state people like, but I am not a ultra conservative Christian who believes that you always need to go to church or you need to do this, you need to do that. And that's all I have been made to do up until this point. So I moved to a place that's more progressive, and I'm enjoying my time here. But enough about me which I've almost talked for full three minutes about that. Let's move on to the very first topic ever, and that is going to be writing. I have written about writing, and I am currently writing. I have, uh, for I, if you go to my website, you'll see that I talk about a bullet journal that I started for this new year. Um, I happen to get, uh, a, I happen to start a bullet journal for the website specifically. That uh, effort started at the beginning of December, and then that lasted a whopping five to seven days, I think. And then I, I never got a chance to touch back on it. Um, what my job is classically busy over the Christmas season, so I didn't get a chance to work on it at all. But also the fact that a bullet journal specifically for the website didn't get touched on a daily basis. So I wanted to do it for life in general. And it's allowed me so far to get a lot more organized. 
Um, so I, I've got a bullet journal now that for life in general. So I have a checklist of things to do every day. And, and like everybody else that's ever started a bullet journal, you can you know do searches for things online to find out what people are doing and, and how they're doing it and get ideas for yourself. But I, I mean, I started with January. I built January up in this and I made a daily list of everything I wanted, including work, because work obviously is going to take up a lot of my time. But um, on these lists included on my days off, primarily on the Sundays off, because I have a rotating second day off every week. Uh, on the Sundays mainly, I'll be I'll be writing. And right now I am writing an idea that I have had for a long time. And um, it's, a, it's a, think of it more like a space opera type thing, but there's a, there's more to it than that. But Traditionally, when I have written things like this, uh, well, I, let me let me back up just a little bit. the The space opera is there's there's going to be aliens, there's spaceships, there's planets that aren't in our solar system, and traditionally, with something like that, I have always written to a point. And then I have done an info dump. Well, that's what I call it anyway. It's an info dump um, where if if we're using Star Trek as the example, we I would have the 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 first space battle, and then chapter two or three, you would get the information about what kind of an alien Spock is, and why there's a United Federation of planets, and and how long this has been going on, and all the other species that they interact with, and you know, the situation that built up to that point. So basically, you would get multiple chapters worth of big time information to explain the whole world. That is what I have traditionally done. What I am currently writing, I wanted to do what writing is supposed, or novels are supposed to do. They're supposed to be an action thing that drags the reader in and, and hooks you and then keeps you. So when I started last week with the first chapter, and I finished the first chapter this week as I record this, which is... Um, uh, Sunday, January 8th. So so last week, January 1st, this week, January 8th, um, I finished the first chapter and I got into the second chapter. So once I got through the first chapter, I thought that I would be definitely going into the info dump because I, I have enough alien things going on and the militaristic organization that most of my characters belong to doesn't quite fit into what Earth has. So I... I was kind of getting myself to a point to where I could, you know, start the info dump because that is what I do. It's how I know how to write. It's, it's, it bumps me to a, you know, it's, I get to that point. I get to write from that point to the end of the info dump and then I can continue on with the story. Funny story about that. Um, every single time I've ever done an info dump, I do get past the info dump, but not very far past the info dump. I will say that I have not finished a story that has had an info dump in it. I did attend college in North Dakota. It was a small community college. And I took a creative writing class because part of what I wanted to do in college was I needed a certain number of credits to graduate, obviously, but and I only got a two-year degree. But I, I wanted to take things that I wanted to take rather than things I only had to take. So I, I got... 
I got a lot of classes in that I wanted to take rather than was forced into. And a lot of things kind of mixed in there. Like I wanted an astronomy class, for instance, and that just happened to fill one of my science requirements. So the creative writing also was sort of a free class, but it, it did kind of fill an English angle, I guess, too, would be the way to think of it. So I got to the creative writing class and and I was forced into trying things that I didn't I wasn't necessarily comfortable with as a writer. So one of the 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 school, the community college has a, a published booklet every year of of all the art things that happen at the school. So anybody that paints or draws in a in a specific art class or or poem writers or my class with the creative creative writing class, which was the only one that semester, or actually the whole year, I think it was just a semester long, but it was the whole, it was, we were the only creative writing for the whole year, along with um, research projects and things like that. All of that was included in a little uh, a booklet. So our creative writing class, we all had to write something that we could submit to that. So while we were learning things, um, I came along to get to a point where I was writing about werewolves. Um, think of it like a, if any of you have played the Vampire the Masquerade type thing, it, was, it wasn't it was the werewolf, like the Garou or anything like that. It was, it was a werewolf society that I had kind of formulated. So I started to write this and... As I was getting so far into it, I was incorporating some of the lessons that the the professor was giving us. And what I ended up getting to was a 12, well, it's either 12 or 18,000 word short story, basically. And at no point in time did I have an info dump in there. Well, there were little seeds. So like, and most of the stuff came out in conversations. But I mean, so if... The, the, they started out with an action scene, and during the action scene, you were getting little tidbits of information. And then once the first chapter or the first action scene ended, you got to the second one, and then, of course, the main character had a lot of questions, which got answered, but at no point in time was that a big, this is the type of werewolves that are in this world, this is what they can do, this is why they can do it, this is the whole hierarchy, and then we can get to go on with the rest of the story. No, so I, I kind of let little bits and pieces of information out at a time and and that got me to a point to where I was actually satisfied with the ending. Now I still have possession of that story. It was put it, it oh, you know what? That one wasn't put into the into the um publication. That one was my side project. So the one that was put into a publication um was a a complete whole tale. Um I don't know if a single bit of dialogue was in the one that got submitted, but that's that's not for this particular tale. The the werewolf story, I'm very satisfied with. It's the seed for something that could be written more about, but it is not. It, it you you don't read it thinking, well, God, this just sets things up. Now I want to know where things go. So I mean, the story is about someone who goes through their first transformation and gets taken to a relative who they discover is a lot more important and still alive when they didn't realize that person was still alive. And then, you know, the that relative dies and then the main character wonders what's going to happen next. And that's kind of where the story ends. Because I don't 
go too much farther into that. Now the story is complete. It's all edited. It's I, I would if I would record it, it would be a complete audio recording, and there wouldn't be any any sort of editing that would need to be done to do that. Um, I have also in the past written um, the same story 17 times, uh, a couple of times for NaNoWriMo. Um, that particular story is, it, it changes a little bit every time. Like it started out as an ancient uh uh, knights sword and sorcery type thing and then it got you know changed into this and changed into that it was a samurai tale at one point it was on a fictional planet at one point it the last time i wrote it it was in uh it was a modern day setting but it still had all the fantastic magical powers and it's, it's basically a, a martial arts tale and i every time i've written it there's a huge info dump in there and i don't i i realize looking back at it now that while I've gotten a lot farther with that particular story every time I've written it, the info dump really takes a lot of wind out of the sail. So, I say all that to say this, that what I am currently writing, my space opera, which um, I, I've technically, I, I, I'm, I'm going to use the, the term Starscape to go ahead and describe it. That's going to be its code name at this point, I guess, the the working title. Starscape is is the space it's it's a fancy way to say space really so um starscape is i i've not gotten super deep into it i've gotten a, a couple thousand maybe three thousand words i don't remember the exact word count as i'm recording this but the first chapter is all about the first contact with what they are dealing with and you are right smack dab in the middle of a mystery that needs to be solved you know almost immediately that you are not dealing with earth you know that you are not in our solar system and you know that there are aliens all over the place but i don't get i don't i haven't at this point i should uh stop tripping over my words i haven't at this point done anything of a okay so now we get to the point to where i explain to you how the military is organized or what types of ships things are or why these aliens exist with these other aliens and why there are humans doing this that and the other thing and where this person came from or whatnot. I may do some, you know, little bits of background, but I, the, the first alien you meet um, in the story, I have a little aside about, and then you just move on. And that particular alien is genderless. So uh, the reason I have the aside is to explain why nobody refers to the alien as a he or a she, because most people want to treat others as they want to be treated rather than the way they want to treat people. So like the military is traditional about doing things to make everyone uniform. Well, the, the, the earth military, I guess, cause I'm a, I'm a Navy vet, but the, um, but this military is, is about expanding things. And it's, it's not going to be a Star Trek military where it's like a pseudo militaristic organization. This is going to be a good and proper military because I wanted to do something that didn't have very much gray area involved whereas I would think like a Star Trek you have the United Federation of Planets you got the Starfleet but Starfleet is more about exploration whereas I'm I'm there's going to be scientists on my ships but there won't be the 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 point of the fleet is not to explore it is to defend things 
you are dropped into the middle of a wartime situation, and I haven't gotten to the point yet to where I reveal that there is something bigger going on, which is related to what you just dumped into, but that's the point of the story, is to you know give you a little bit, take you someplace else, drop some other characters in there, and uh, expand. Um, one of the things I'm trying to concentrate on with this is, A, at this point, not do an info dump, because... I was thinking about the info dump, and I, that's why I came up with this topic to talk about for the first show. The, the info dump doesn't need to happen, so I'm thinking about this. It Think about if Star Trek, in a book form, never explained anything, like Star Wars, for instance. Star Wars, you are literally just dropped into ship combat. All of a sudden, you meet the main bad guy, you meet some good guys, and you're wondering, what the hell's going on? At no point in time are you given a large-scale information about what that, what a droid is or what uh, a Wookiee is. You're just you're led along by a couple of characters. Uh, you get to meet more main characters as you go, and more of everything is fleshed out as you go. Now, what I'm writing currently I know is a first draft um I also have also in the past done the one draft thing and you know when you do just one draft you don't get a chance to see all the terrible terrible mistakes you've made like maybe you make reference to a character doing something and then literally two sentences later you make that same sentence happen again or maybe you used a word that doesn't belong in the sentence, or you meant to do he instead of she, or it's a, it's a lieutenant instead of a commander, or something, you know, just little little errors, errors that are, you know, not, not caught by not editing. So I'm completely doing a first draft. I will, before editing, do a second draft, and then I will edit it. Um, once it's edited, I have planned to sort of uh, drip it out to the website in little chunks and then once it's all released I'm going to see about um, putting it into an actual novel form um, just a book that can be sold even if I'm just trying to sell it on my website um, and I'm not selling it to try to make money but uh, I well I mean the idea is to sell it to make money but I mean I'm, I'm selling it to offset costs of the website, uh, offset costs of my uh, time that's being occupied, just trying to get um, enough to float. I'd like a studio to do more podcasting and, and, and shows and like that. And I mean, this is this is a way that can do that. Plus, by doing what I'm doing, I'm also getting all of my di- ideas out there. This space opera fits into my grand scheme of things I guess I, I've had little projects rolling around in my head for uh, a long time now and last year I decided that all those projects were going to fit into the same continuity I created a linchpin character and that character who at some point I will write about them will tie everything together there is a, a big backstory going on I, I've got a large scale history of a universe going on List little notes here and there on my phone, on um, paper, lying around. I mean, I've got uh, it's it's a it's a big, grand, sweeping story, and and all of it, while some of it fits into different like universes, like a multiverse, like a DC type multiverse. This one character is in all of them, and 
the character is working to fix the big problem, which at the end of everything will be what everyone is dealing with. That's the, you know, the, the MacGuffin or the, the big bad or, or Baron von Badass or whatever you want to call the end game in that situation. Um, so while I'm working on Starscape, and I will finish Starscape before starting anything else. Starscape is not the only thing I'm going to be writing. After Starscape, I um, I do plan to write the next series. Um, I'm calling I'm calling Starscape a series, but it's actually a novel uh, that I'll you know leak out into you know little chapter bits. But after Starscape will come the next novel that will be different. You know, maybe um, I have a gang war organized crime type story that I wanted to tell that'll also fit into the grand scheme of things so um you know some of these things will be overt and some of them won't so like with the organized crime story maybe maybe it fits in because it is a a form of entertainment that one of the characters in another one of these stories is watching or maybe this little scuffle in this particular town leads to a, another character that fits into the broader scheme of things to go in a direction that I need that character to go. So, I mean, it's there's a lot of ways to weave this in to one big sweeping story or a larger tapestry, but I'm starting small. I'm starting with one thing. I'll move on to the next thing. Some of these things will um, overlap uh, this space opera isn't going to overlap with anything noticeable for quite some time, but there will be clues that something bigger is going on as as I write more. Um, my job, while I can't put earbuds in my ears, does allow me to listen to things here and there. Um, so I have gotten a few audiobooks done, and they've been you know a series of space opera or space adventure type thing. Some of them are hard sci-fi. Some of them are not hard sci-fi, but they're, I, I like space. I like spaceships. I like space battles. So, um, I'm, that's what I'm reading. And, um, that has inspired me to push forward with the starscape as the first option. I have tried starting the other things, but that was always with the idea that at some point I needed the info dump to kind of give the background, um, this Starscape story is going to be very linear. That's not going to be a, you've introduced some characters and then we have a chapter of a, of a flashback where you're going to learn a bunch about this person or that person. That's not going to be the way it is. I, I want it to be, I want it to feel like a movie. You're thrown into a situation. You kind of see different angles of this situation. Um, I'm going to my uh, my military has three factions, and you're basically going to get a little bit from each faction so you understand how this all fits together, but told through the story rather than a, okay, this is why this is that way, and this is that, you know, this is this, and this is that, and whatever. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do the info dump. I want to try not doing the info dump. I know what's going on, and when we all saw Star Wars for the first time, we figured out what was going on as things went. We didn't need a big, this is what's going on. Star Trek, the original series, we didn't have that either, but we have gotten a sort of info dump in every other single form of it by explaining this is what the Federation is, and this is why Starfleet exists, and this is these are Klingons, and this is how the Klingons act, and yada, 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 which is not necessarily how things should progress but 
I, I, you know, I don't, I don't control Star Trek. I enjoy Star Trek. I enjoy Star Wars too, but I, I want to try writing at this point, like Star Wars rather than Star Trek. I want to see if I can do a drop you into the middle of something and just go from there. And when the story's over, I'll cut it off, prepare the next phase or the chapter two or whatever, and then try doing the same thing when I come back to it after I've done something else. Cause one thing I know as a writer an attempted author or pseudo author because I, I like that small publication from the community college. I, I do include myself as, as an author because I, I have something published. I didn't get paid for it, but it's in a publication. So um, as a writer, though, a writer continues to write, uh, I know that I need to take breaks from projects every once in a while. So once Starscape is over, I won't begin rewriting immediately. I will take a, a day, a week, or something like that off. And, you know, maybe... Maybe I start project number two during NaNoWriMo um, this November and come back to Starscape after NaNoWriMo's over to start the second rewrite or the second draft so that I can keep going from there and then take the NaNoWriMo project and, and you know, without the info dump, um, kind of expand on that from there because... I have succeeded in NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O.org is the website, and it's, you write 50,000 words in one month, and you win, that's, and you basically win the right to brag, and I don't know if you want to brag to yourself or whatever, but you get that opportunity to do that, and, and 50,000 words, um, some people think that that is a novella in size. Um, if you have read Ian Fleming's James Bond novels, they are roughly 50,000 words in length, give or take uh, a thousand or a couple thousand in either direction. So yes, there are ones shorter than 50,000. And they're just as complete as the one as, as novels you read today. And the, the novels that you end up reading today, some people have got, well, let's look at uh, Tad Williams, for instance. He's got a three or four or five book Otherworld series, I believe. Um, it, the only reason it's multiple books is because it's all one story and he's he's written so much that he can't do it all in one book. So I, I don't, I, I want to tell one story. I want to tell it in a, I want to tell it in more than 50,000 words, but I don't want to pad it just because I think it needs to be a hundred thousand or a hundred and ten thousand or two hundred thousand. I just want to write the story more than 50. If it need, if it's a hundred, great. If not, so be it. We'll see how that goes. So, um, the idea with the Spectre show is going to be that these are going to be, uh, roughly half hour long episodes. Um, they are going to be audio only. Uh, I may at some point in time do a, a, a a live or a, a, the, like the, the greatest show. I'm on the greatest show. I, maybe I'll do it like that, where there's a YouTube version and an audio version, but there will always be an audio version of this show. Um, as I record this, as I said, it's Sunday, January 8th, and this is going to be released a full week later. I want time to edit it, add some things in. Um, maybe that's just the, the bumper, the beginning entry music and the end exit music, but you know, maybe it's, maybe it's more than that. So we'll check to see out how that is. Um, I hope that you will join us, uh, join me next time, Spectre show number two. I don't know what the topic will be. Maybe it'll be 
more about Starscape. Maybe I'll be talking about a recent topic on The Greatest Show. Maybe I'll be talking about local Portland. Maybe I'll be talking about something that happened in the world. I haven't really decided yet. What I do know is that I'm actively, personally working to not swear. I was a sailor, but I'm trying to act, I'm trying not to say things like a sailor because I work in an environment where swearing isn't necessarily great. So I'm using alternatives. So if I happen to slip up, I I apologize and I will uh, do my best to correct that. But I am, I'm actively working to not swear. And that would also mean that I'm trying to make the show more accessible to everyone. So um, I want to thank you for checking at least this episode out. If you've listened this long, hopefully you'll check out next week's episode or whenever I release episode two. Um, I plan on recording these every Sunday. If I don't get time, then at the point when that episode needs to be released, it won't be released. But uh, check out emeraldspector.com for a schedule because I should have at least a monthly schedule up in the very near future. Uh, and that's where you can find out all, all about everything that's going on. Check out the Emerald Spectre column and uh, get notifications on when the greatest show is going on and the link to go watch the show when it's live, which is at this point a YouTube-only podcast. Once again, I want to thank you. My name is DJ, and I will be seeing you again in the very near future, or hearing you again. Hopefully you'll be hearing me again in the future. Thank you.